Well, we just got Libra season going yesterday, and today we're going to shine the spotlight back on Virgo. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Thomas Miller on the TGI Friday the 23rd. We got a fairly short, abbreviated focus today. Yes, we will talk uh, financial astrology tomorrow with Ray Merriman. But today, after this super long, did you survive? <laughs> Void, of course. The moon has been trying to get out of Leo since 7.06 a.m. yesterday when it aspected the last time with an opposition to Saturn. 20 hours and 47 minutes it was. This morning at 3.53, the moon enters Virgo. And then four hours later, at 8.04 a.m., all times Eastern here, as always, Mercury, in retrograde, going backwards, enters Virgo. And we talked earlier in the week about mutual reception. So mutual reception is when two planets on the chart are in each other's home signs. And we had that with Mercury and Venus, because Venus is in Virgo, which is ruled by Mercury, and Mercury has been in Libra, which is ruled by Venus. The other thing that's significant, remember, when a planet changes signs, or when it stations to go retrograde, or when it changes houses, if you're talking about Placidus or Equal or one of the other house systems, that planet gets stronger. It amplifies. So like we talked about yesterday... We have these three that are all sitting right there at the intersection of Virgo and Libra. And today, that Vir- those Virgo characteristics are amplified. Also, the sun is sitting at zero degrees Libra. It's amplified. And Mars, as we mentioned yesterday, is up in Gemini, which is in a square aspect to Virgo and a trine aspect to Libra. And it's getting stronger because it's slowing down to go retrograde October 30th. So here's all this incredible energy sitting around Virgo, Libra, and Gemini. Mars, the Sun, Mercury, and Venus. All right, that's the technical piece. I have not been on the Internet much. I was finishing up this big project and finally taking some time off here at the tail end part of the week. But everybody's been talking about the 24th, the 24th. Something big is going to happen on Saturday, the 24th. For those of you who were around and had cognitive memory of Y2K when we went from December 31st, 1999, as everybody stayed up that night, there was nobody that was not watching the ball in Times Square Well, really, before that, in so many other places around the world, to see if we were going to have this global meltdown because none of the computer clocks knew how to deal with 2000. Well, we all went to bed that night with everything just fine. Woke up the next day and life rolled on. But I mean, there was a lot of money spent on backup generators and power supplies and all kinds of things in case the electrical grid went down. And that was a valid concern. I mean, people were really concerned about this. Typically, when big things happen, they are not announced. That's not an absolute, but it's a consistent. But I would say that whoever concocted this September 24th thing at least might have been paying attention to astrology because there's a lot of amplified energy going on right there around that intersection. So you would ask the question, how far back into Virgo does Mercury get before it turns direct on October 2nd? That is a very good and valid question. 
it gets to 24 degrees, so it will not be in an exact square to Mars, but it will be within four degrees. I think sometimes close enough is good enough in astrology because, look, in horary, according to William Lilly's rules, there were no orb relationships. If you had Mars and Gemini and Mercury and Virgo, those were in a square as long as they were in those two signs. It's referred to as a sign-based aspect, if you've ever heard of that. And remember, Mercury rules things like communication, also transportation. Those are two very big things in our society. So while that's brewing in Virgo, like we talked about yesterday, as we move toward that Mercury turning direct in early October, at least we have the Sun and Venus in Libra. But, <laughs> go back to this, astrology's roots, the Sun is in fall in Libra because the Sun is in exaltation in Aries. So we'll see what that combination beholds. I think Glasscock would say, you better consider it. Steve Forrest would say, don't tell any person born under the sign Libra that the sun was in fall for their soul's journey. I could almost hear him now. How dare you? <laughs> and that's both valid points. What I'm trying to do here is to give you a few things to think about, especially around this very significant thing going on in the sky right now. So many have been feeling the energy, even for about the last month. And here it is, right here. This is a part of it. Of course, Pluto is part of it. Saturn's part of it. Neptune's part of it. Just a lot going on right now. These are historic days, and we will continue to follow them. Financial astrology tomorrow, and then I'm going to answer that great question on Sunday. We'll do a special. If you choose an elective C-section... What have you done to your child's chart? We'll talk about it. Have a good Friday. Love you.